Before hitting the doorbell and announcing his arrival, Cooper squinted at the sleek, modern house Ray had just bought. Situated on the beachfront of the increasingly exclusive Sydney suburb of Bronte, he figured the place was worth well over $1.5 million. But he already knew that Ray wasn't hard up for cash. If Cooper was going to woo him to his stable, it was going to be about more than money. It was going to be about offering him the one thing that all fighters wanted. Immortality. Just like every fighter who'd ever donned leather and sweated his rounds in the ring, Ray wanted to be remembered. Ali, Sugar Ray, Tyson. No one would ever forget their names. Even if Tyson was as infamous these days as he was famous. And Cooper knew he could make Ray unforgettable. He had all the raw ingredients to become a legend of the sport rather than some guy who'd gotten lucky with a few heavy purses. Together, they could fly high. It was getting to the together bit that was going to take some fancy footwork, since Ray had been with his current trainer since he started. Aware that he was stalling, Cooper hit the bell. He was nervous. Like the suit, this was the part of setting up his own establishment that made him feel the least comfortable. He was a fighter, not some slick sales guy with a line of patter. Hell, he was only 34. Not young by boxing standards, but if his body hadn't given out on him, he'd still be in the ring, giving up-and-comers like Ray a pounding. When he'd bought the gym last year, it had been with the long term in mind. No way had he planned to be training at this age. That was supposed to come later. Much later. He glanced at his hands. A scar ran across his left knuckles. He rubbed it absently. He missed fighting. Stupid to pretend otherwise. But there was no point spending the rest of his life thinking about what might have been. The doctors had given him a clear choice after he'd detached the retina in his left eye in his last fight. Keep fighting and go blind, or retire. Some choice. Hey, man, good to see you, Ray said as he opened the door. He gave Cooper a one-armed hug around the shoulders, the muscles of his big arms hard against Cooper's back. A heavyweight, Ray was an inch taller than Cooper, with a broad-nosed, heavy-browed face and olive skin. He wore his dark hair shaved close to his scalp, a style that made it easier for training and disguised the fact that it was rapidly receding. Good to see you, too, Cooper said. Before he'd retired three months ago, he and Ray had trained together for a while. There was plenty of mutual respect between them, a good foundation for a future partnership. Come on in and check out my new pad, Ray said with a big grin. Cooper followed him along a white carpeted hallway, the plush pile so deep and thick underfoot that he was almost in danger of breaking an ankle in the stuff. The hall opened into a huge living room with a high ceiling, slick black leather and chrome furniture and lots of windows. The glare from the morning sun pouring through all the glass was almost unbearable, and he squinted his eyes in self-defense. Yeah, I know, I gotta do something about that. Get some curtains or something, Ray said. Let's check out the pool. They passed through a state-of-the-art kitchen to a terrace that was dominated by a lap pool and a separate structure that housed a shiny gym bristling with high-end equipment, all of it visible through a wall of windows. Ray waved Cooper into one of the chairs arranged in a conversational grouping near the house. You want coffee? Ray asked. Sure, why not? Cooper said. Ray stepped toward the house and opened the sliding door a crack. Yo, Jimmy, coffee would be great, thanks, if the offer's still good, he called. Cooper sat back, resting his right ankle on the knee of the opposite leg. 
Man, but his collar felt tight. Resisting the urge to run a finger under it like a kid at church on Sunday, he surveyed the rear of Ray's house. Great place, bro, he said. I like it, Ray said, laughing at his own understatement. He shook his head. If you could have seen where I grew up. Cooper understood. The best fighters were the ones who needed it as well as wanted it. They all had their hard luck stories, some harder than others. So, have you thought any more about my proposal? Cooper asked, cutting to the chase. They both knew this wasn't a social call. Behind Ray, he caught sight of a figure moving around the kitchen making coffee. Because Ray had used the name Jimmy, Cooper was surprised to see it was a woman. A really hot woman, he noted, as she bent to retrieve something from a lower drawer. She was wearing a uniform, a plain back dress with a zip up the front and a white apron around her waist. When she leaned over, he copped an eyeful of strong, athletic legs and a tight, round butt.